So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So we met at the camera store, which you already know. You and all of our listeners know how we met because I started my story last time. That's it. I started my story last time. Yeah, let's just (laughs) reflect here. You started your story and about 30 seconds into your story, I cut you off and started asking you a whole bunch of questions. Guess that's better than mansplaining to me, but yes. Yes, you did. And then we changed the entire trajectory of that episode, which was actually pretty fun and relevant. Now, Chris, you have allowed me to share my story again. (laughs) So as I said last week, I wanted to buy a camera to take pictures of my clients for their online dating profiles. And I did my research and there was a store kind of near my office. So I went to the gym and then I went to the camera store and I had a sales guy who was kind of cute and he ended up asking me out for a drink at the end of the purchase. So that's the recap of what we talked about last week. And then we went off the rails on, you know, asking people out and should we ask people out in stores? I think the verdict is you can ask people out in public. (laughs) Just don't be creepy about it. Exactly. Don't be creepy. That should just be embroidered somewhere. (laughs) Don't be don't be creepy. So we end up scheduling our date and we go out. I don't remember within the next week. This is a few years ago. And I remember us having a nice time. I think we went for a drink. And then I remember we walked around a park. Maybe he was walking me home. I forget all of the details, but we were walking through this park because I remember it had a a softball or a baseball diamond, but it was night. So no one was playing baseball or anything. So we just kind of walked around there and sat there for a little. I'm pretty sure we made out. Why are you smirking? Oh, I was just saying, we just set it up like, don't be creepy. And all of a sudden, you're starting talking about late night walks through a park. Go on. So I remember enjoying myself. I don't remember it being a crazy love connection or anything, but I remember thinking that I would go out with him again. Then I don't know what happened. I think we stayed in touch after the date. Maybe he didn't ask me out again. I don't remember exactly what happened, but then it kind of fell off my radar. A few years after that, with a girlfriend of mine, I go to this wine bar, this really cool wine bar, actually. It's kind of in a basement hidden. Anyway, that's irrelevant. I get in there and someone looks really familiar to me. This guy looks really familiar to me and he's on a date. So I don't want to say, how do I know you? But he says to me something like, oh, we met on Tinder and I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't remember meeting this guy on Tinder. And then I was just confused because that's not how I met. It was just very confusing to me. And I still remember I asked the bartender if she could just ever so slightly whisper his first name to me because it was on his check. And she was like, ma'am, that's illegal. And I'm like, just trying to you know, help a girl out here. Anyway, so they leave the guy and his date and I still can't place him. Okay, then maybe another year later, I sign up for a photography class at the store because they were offering a class dedicated to my specific 
model of camera. So everyone in the class had my model of camera. So I wanted to take it. And I went and this guy is the teacher. Uh And I realized that day he is the one I went on the date with. And the reason I couldn't place him is because he said weirdly at the bar that we had met on Tinder, but we didn't. He asked me out at the camera store. So that's why I was a little confused. I pretended like everything, like I remembered exactly. I was like, oh yeah, how did you like that wine bar? Really nice, right? You know, and the whole thing. And I said, by the way, we didn't meet on Tinder. We met here. He's like, oh yeah, I can never remember where I meet people. Whatever, that should have been a red flag. (laughs) So we go through the class and I end up hiring him for uh, like a two hour private photography lesson after because I want to make sure if I'm taking pictures of my clients, I'm doing the best job I can. So he came to my office, we did the photography lesson and we're talking and we kind of at the end of the photography lesson got on what happened last time? Why didn't we ever go out again? And he says, I don't know. And I say, I don't know. He said, well, would, would you want to? Uh-huh. It's years later. And I said, you know what? Why not? You know, we both happen to be single again. Sure. I was excited about it. We arranged the date. It was for, a, I believe, a Friday or a Saturday night. He got the coveted weekend. I met my friend Robin before the date to catch up with her. Oddly enough, Robin had a date after our drink too. And we were going to the same restaurant, which just like is a funny coincidence of the story, yet irrelevant to what I want to talk about. So I walk over to the restaurant and I find my date there. And we walk in and we put our name on and there's a bit of a wait for the table. And there's a bar there. So we wait at the bar and there's one seat open at the bar. So I take the seat and he's standing behind me. He seems drunk. I can't pinpoint why I thought that, but then I was correct because he was like, yeah, I got here a little bit early, so I just went next door and had a few drinks. Mm. I find that to be odd, but whatever. I mean, I had just had a drink with my friend Robin, fine. That would have been no big deal. But now I'm sitting at the bar, he's behind me, and there is this older man, probably in his 60s, sitting next to me by himself with a wedding ring on, so it's not like hitting on him or anything and he was drinking what looked like a Manhattan and I asked him is that a good drink like do you like your drink and he says yes it's the best and I said okay great I'm gonna order one that was it so now my date this man and I the three of us are in a conversation okay this is normal for me I talk to everybody Mm -hmm. next thing I know though I don't know where my date has gone I turn around. He's not there anymore. He's no longer talking. He's outside doing God knows what. Okay. The date comes back in and I'm still chit-chatting with this older man at the bar who I guess was on a business trip or something. And I look at my date like, oh, where were you? He is swiping on Bumble (laughs) on our date. And I go, you know, I'm blunt. I go, what are you doing? We're on a date. And then he became a big baby. He goes, well, you were talking to someone else. So I figure he's acting like a child because I decided to strike up a conversation at the bar. He decides, oh, well, she's somehow ignoring me. I should be on Bumble right now. I don't care if it's a man, woman, alien. I'll probably talk to the person next to me at the bar. That's just the way I'm built. And so if he doesn't like that about me, fine. But clearly he felt threatened somehow by this much older married man. And I said to him, 
if you felt that way, why didn't you just say something? He's like, well, I haven't seen you in a while and I thought you'd want to talk to me. And I get that. I understand what he's saying there. But all he had to do was say, like, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, let's catch up versus acting like a child having a tantrum. And his tantrum was swiping on Bumble in front of me on our date. So then they call our name for the table. And I'm thinking, I should probably just go home. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. He's drunk. He's on Bumble. He's already, God knows what else he's on. His eyes were like dilated. I don't know anything about drugs, but I feel like they didn't look normal. I thought, you know, I could leave or I'm really hungry. I really want the pizza we came here for. So I sat down at the table and I said, let's clear the air right now because the last thing I want is for this to be awkward or uncomfortable. So I said to him something like, when you were checking Bumble on our date, made me feel like you were looking for something better to come along. And that's when he got all whiny again. Oh, well, you were talking to someone, uh, you know. And I said, you just had to tell me that. It's not that big of a deal. I would have said, sorry, I meant nothing by it. And we would have moved on. And then I realized I was talking to someone in a rational way who couldn't be rational back. He had had too much to drink and he already, I don't know. I think he just decided something for himself. We couldn't have a rational conversation. So then I thought to myself, well, I don't want this to ruin my night. So I kind of relaxed everything about myself. I said, you know what? Clearly this is not a love connection. I'm just going to have fun tonight. Once I changed my attitude, I can't say I had a great time, (laughs) but I definitely didn't leave feeling angry or upset or anything. So basically the waiter came over, we ordered more drinks. More drinks was just like a second drink for me. I've never seen anyone drink so much. I mean, I think he had four whiskeys while we were at dinner but I didn't care anymore. You know, I enjoyed my pizza. It was fine. It was great. He could say anything. I didn't care if he offended me. I just let it roll off me. I was like a duck. Quack, quack. The funniest part though is I had bought tickets to a concert for after dinner because he mentioned this reggae group he wanted to Uh see. And I knew he had asked me for dinner and he would be treating me to dinner. So I thought it would be a nice gesture if I bought these tickets. Well, I really wanted to go to a concert. So Erica, with her new attitude of whatever, we went to the concert. And the funniest part to me is they sat us in this booth. And the entire time, he was like combing my hair with his fingers. (laughs) I don't know if that's his thing or whatever he was on made him more tactile or what. And again, I thought, Erica, let it roll off. It kind of feels nice. (laughs) Just enjoy it. You could use a head massage. So we stay for the entirety of the concert. It was very good. And then uh, we walk outside. It was very clear that that was the end. (laughs) I got myself in an Uber and went home and we never talked again. And normal Erica would have followed up and been like, clearly this is not a match, but I just, I didn't even want to. It just wasn't worth it to me at that point. And the thing is now I would have no problem going into the camera store. I would have no problem even hiring him for a lesson because once I flipped the switch, it was no longer a date. He was a camera professional or an acquaintance or some drunk guy sitting across from me, but it was no longer a date. And so that's the whole story. I don't know what we're going to talk. There was a lot in there. I don't know what we're going to talk about as it relates to that. But There there are so many, so many things in there to talk about. 
I actually pulled out like three things as you're sharing the story that we could dive into. The first one is very easy. So I'll, I'll cover that right now before the break. And then the other two, okay. I think we'll, we'll get to after the break. But the first one is, is that I actually went out on a date and on the date, the woman is talking to me and she turns to me and she says, now, which app did I meet you on? <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And, and I mean, I'm, that one at least is more reasonable than, oh, we met on Tinder. No, you asked me out in real life. I guess, but I don't know. Like part of me is just <laughs> sitting here thinking like we <laughs> we just met two I days know. ago. How many people are you meeting and going out with that you can't remember when and how we met? I mean, that's funny. That's, I once <sighs> played a trick on someone. I tend to play tricks on people sometimes if they're excessively late. What I'll do is I'll get the bartender, if I'm sitting at a bar, involved, and we sort of pretend the bartender or someone sitting at the bar knows the person who's coming to meet me, even though they don't know the person, just to see what happens. And I still remember once I was going on a date, and it was not our first date, so I felt completely comfortable sort of messing with him. (laughs) And I met this really nice girl at the bar who I ended up staying in touch with like well after (laughs) Well, I told you, it doesn't matter who it is. I'll talk to them. And we made this whole joke that when he arrived, she was going to say to him, hey, don't I know you from Bumble? And (laughs) so we did this whole thing. And he goes, he goes, no, I don't think so. He goes, I'm not on Bumble. I'm only on Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel, Hinge, (laughs) this, that. It was so funny. I had to stop him there because I was embarrassed for him. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. When we get back from the break, here's the two things that I think we can dive into. Mm-hmm. One is fairly common. I, I actually think we've probably talked about it, so maybe we don't cover it. And that's around how do you handle a date when the date's not going the way that you wanted it to go, right? I, right. I think that's pretty straightforward. But the other item is a little bit more interesting. And I've been there too, and I think several of our listeners have been there. And that's around, you know, I don't remember why we didn't work out. How about if we try Mm. again? And then what happens after you try again? We'll be right back. Have you wanted to become a tutor or therapist? Maybe you already have a growing tutoring business. Oasis is an online tutoring management system that helps you to manage staff and students, create learning plans, progress reports, generate invoices, and streamline your entire business operation. If you are looking to take your tutoring or therapy business to the next level, visit oasisonline.com. That's O-A-S-E-S online.com, Oasis the online tutor management system. I have a question, Chris. Yes. Was I in the wrong for talking to that guy at the bar? Because while that is part of my personality, I mean, I do see my date's perspective. I guess in his eyes, I'm talking to someone of the opposite sex and it made him feel insecure or jealous. And should I have been more careful about that? I don't even think about it. I just talk to everybody. There's a few pieces to this, right? And you touched on them. One, there's a personality. You have a personality. That personality is not going to change. And he has a personality and his personality is not going to change. The problem is, is that neither of you know what those personalities are, right? Right. 
And so on one hand, you could sit here and say, look, I'm just being friendly. And on the other hand, he may be insecure about that. I think it's really about reading those cues and understanding or trying to pick up on those cues or understanding in real time. For example, it's one thing to be very nice and start talking to somebody, but then you have to ask, well, what's the duration that I continue to talk with that person? It's one thing to say, hey, hi, how are you doing? What's your drink? And that conversation lasts one minute. It's another thing when all of a sudden you've been talking to that person for 15 minutes. Right. Sure. I think and, there's. And we were waiting for our table. So I assumed it was going to be pretty darn quick. Yeah. I think the other piece of that is the intent behind it. I've said, I've been out on dates where the woman who I'm with is being ultimately friendly, but also starts to actually give her phone number out to the person she's talking to. Well, that's, that's right? the line crossed. There, okay. There's a line crossed there. Exactly. But I'm also somewhat secure enough in that, okay, I'm not going to take this personally until maybe it gets to a point where I'm like, are we going to wrap this up? And when are we going to spend time you know, together? So again, I think this just about understanding that we all have different personalities We all have to be able to read those cues and adapt to other people's personalities somewhat in real time, even if we don't know what they are, and be Mm -hmm. ultimately respectful of the person that you are there with for the evening. That all makes sense. I can't lie that I second-guessed myself afterwards. To me, talking to a stranger is is nothing, especially when I thought it would be for a short period of time. But I, I try to put myself in the other person's shoes and how would I feel, and The thing is, even if I were annoyed, even if the situation had been reversed and he started talking to someone and I'm thinking to myself, but we only just got here, like pay attention to me. I certainly wouldn't pull out Bumble on my phone. I mean, there are ways to react and there are ways you shouldn't react. And again, that's a line that was crossed and that line, you know, kind of sealed the deal for you for the rest of the evening. And it was not just that line, but that was one of them. So it goes into the question that I was asking beforehand, which is how do you then manage that? How do you then say, okay, this is definitely not going to work out. And I think there's a lot of people who in your situation would have just said, I'm out of here. And they would have gotten up and left. Right. I think there's other people who, again, based on personality would have said, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm really sorry about that. I didn't mean to offend you kind of pleading and begging for you to get another chance, right? It's just all about different personalities. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I did apologize that it made him feel that way because that certainly was not my intent. Did I beg? God, no. But I did apologize. But So here's a question, though. Should you have apologized? You know, I don't apologize for talking to someone, but I do apologize for how it made that person feel. Right, but can you control... I mean, we can say, look, your actions had an impact on that other person. But I learned a long time ago, I can't control people's feelings. Correct. I can 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 apologize if I hurt someone. Right, exactly. And I am pretty sure I probably made him apologize to me (laughs) for being on Bumble. So so back to this question about what happens if the date is not going well. I want to start with something really basic. You walk into a date and within the first two minutes, you know you're not attracted to this person because that happens all the time. And what I don't recommend is just 
turning off, checking out mentally, but staying there physically because you've both taken the time to show up. You know, you've made the effort. So it's not fair to either of you if one person is just checked out. Be in the moment, be present, even if you know this is not a match, which gets to the next point. Well, if you stay, what do you do? So in in my case, I sort of just (laughs) didn't care. I threw my hands up and thought, whatever. On a first date that maybe isn't terrible, but isn't good either, just think to yourself, can I learn something from this person? Can I make a connection that's not a romantic connection? Is this person good for a friend of mine? Maybe this is a networking person. Maybe this is a person to see Broadway musicals with. There are so many alternative outcomes. You know, I talk about dating NATO, not attached to outcome. And if you don't know, I do say that. Meaning, If you're so attached to an outcome, and maybe that outcome for you is a long-term relationship, then you view everything short of that as a failure. Well, that is no way to live. There are so many outcomes that are possible that aren't a long-term relationship. I think it's a good way to look at things, but that's an extremely hard way for people to look at things as well. I'll tell you from my perspective, if I'm on a date with somebody, and I've been in this situation, actually, I'm going to tell you three really quick stories to kind of reiterate what you're saying. I was on a date once with somebody and about five minutes into that date, it turned basically into a job interview. Mm -hmm. Not a job interview for me, but more of, hey, here's who I am. And this is now more networking. And what can you help Mm. me do? Because I need a job. And I was completely and totally turned off. I'm on a date. I'm not here to help you get a job, right? Right. In a moment where the date changes from a date to a, oh, let's be friends or what else can I get out of this? Or, hey, can I sell you a house? Or, you know, any number of other things. (laughs) For me, that's a turnoff. Now I'm kind of upset that you've wasted my time. So I can- Would you rather someone try to find an alternative outcome versus just- You can tell when someone just mentally turns off. That's right. And then that's what I was going to say. So another story is I've been there. I've been there where I've- We've all been there. Physically have seen somebody just like tune out instantly. Boom. They're Mm -hmm. out. They're gone. I would rather somebody say, you know what? I just am not feeling this. Thank you so much for the time or whatever. You know, let's just call it a night and end it early and move on with my day, then sit there and then try to find some other way to make the time valuable to me. The time's not going to be valuable after that moment. Not if the other person doesn't allow it, of course. Now, I will tell you a third story, which is the (laughs) extreme opposite of this, which is I went on a date with somebody and I felt in general that the date was going great. Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was going really well. And she was engaged and we were having a blast and we were talking and we spent a good four hours together, actually. And then at the end of that date, I gave her a kiss goodbye. Mm -hmm. I typically don't kiss on the first date, but in this particular case, we had spent a lot of time together and I felt it was going well. So I gave her a kiss goodbye. About two or three hours after the date, I received a text message from her basically saying, Thank you so much for the time. I just don't think that there's a connection. And my very first response was, wow, I read that wrong. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. And as I talked to her a little bit more, and believe it or not, we actually are still in touch. We still keep in touch, and, and we're actually pretty close friends now. And she told me that during the date, she realized that there wasn't a connection, but she was genuinely having so much fun that she didn't want to break up that momentum of the date, uh, of that enjoyment that we were sharing. And that even at the time when I kissed her, she was like, well, you never know. Maybe there would have been some more chemistry or a spark afterwards. I, I was willing to try it. But even after that point, she admitted it just wasn't there. But she mm -hmm. made every effort because she was genuinely having fun to not disrupt the date, to not check out, to just continue on with the process chatting and talking and getting to know me and then decided afterwards that it wasn't going mm -hmm. to work out. So that's the advice I would have given her. But I have to ask from your perspective, were you more disappointed because she seemed into you? Because yeah. that's the one, I guess, negative outcome. Yeah. In this particular case, I was a little disappointed, but I was disappointed not only because I felt that there was some genuine chemistry. I also felt like I really enjoyed spending the time with her as a person. Mm -hmm. and, and and so I think the connection was a little bit different than if I was just to go out with somebody on a, you know, on an hour long date and drinks or whatever. So I don't know, maybe it was the time invested. Maybe it was her, her personality. But look, I, I think it would be wrong for me to say in most cases, if I get to the point where I think that there's legitimate chemistry brewing and it doesn't work out, then yeah, of course I'm going to be disappointed. So I think the other more interesting conversation that I would love to dive into you with is on this concept of, you know, we dated once before a couple of years okay. ago. I don't remember why it didn't work out. How about if we try again? Or I've also been in situations where we said, look, I don't remember why we didn't work out. And then somebody says, you know, I, I really wasn't in the right spot. I wasn't really in the right place in, in my mind to date at that time. I was just getting out of an old relationship. Any number of factors. So yeah, sure. I didn't give you my full attention. So I'm, yeah, let's try again. Does that work? I think so. Yeah. I mean, case in point, the story I shared, even though the outcome wasn't ideal, I thought it was great that we addressed the fact that neither of us remembered why we didn't go out again. I always think it's worth a second shot, especially, you know, some people, unfortunately, this happens to clients sometimes. Some people, unfortunately, you know, they'll come back and say, you know, I don't remember why. So let's try it again. And the other person will say, well, clearly, if I don't remember, it wasn't that good. So no, yeah. I wouldn't advise doing that. I mean, what's the worst that happens? It's another first date a few years later. Okay, so there's two pieces to this. I think there's a dating piece of this, which is what you're talking about, which is where I went out on a date with you. Maybe it didn't really click. We can't really remember. We don't remember where we met. We don't remember really what we did. We don't remember much about the date. Were you as drunk as, yeah. as my date? We, we reconnect and we say, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I don't really remember why we didn't have that second date. And, and again, there could be any number of reasons that second date didn't happen. So yeah, let's try it again. I think there's another piece of this, which is I actually have dated you 
and maybe we dated for a month, we've gone out on several dates, and then it just didn't work out for one reason or another, and then a couple of years go by, and then you reconnect with somebody, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we did date for a little bit, I wasn't really in the right mindset, how about if we try again? Like, I think yeah, both I think of those great. situations happen a lot. Sure. I think it's always worth a second shot if both of you are willing. Now, if one somehow holds something over the other that they said a thing or did a thing and that's all you can think about, that's a problem. I think it's a great idea to try again if both parties are open to it. So I'll tell you, you know, as you know, and some of our listeners know from experience, I'm one of these, in a way, hopeless romantics. And there's always the romantic story behind the scenes, a when Harry met Sally moment where you try again and again and again, and <laughs> one day you actually fall in love with each other. I, I think there's that piece to it where I would love for it to work out. But I'll also say that in all of my second chances, throughout all of my relationships, none of my second chances have ever worked out. Yeah, but if one had, you'd be here saying, I gave it a second chance and it worked. Everyone should give it a second chance. So let's not draw any conclusions. I think if both people are willing, it's nice to give things a second chance. It's recycling. It's good for the environment. <laughs> it's recycling and good for the yeah. environment. Well, I would love to hear from our listeners once again. Have you ever given somebody a second chance, either for a second date and of course, this is after the fact, a long time after the fact, a year, two years, six months, I don't know. Have you ever given somebody a second chance in either dating or in a relationship? And I would love to hear if any success stories are out there. I was wondering, Chris, what's the longest period of time you've had between going out with the same person? Two years. You know what mine is? Hmm. 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Yeah. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Share your comments, share your thoughts, share your stories on social media. We would love to hear them and hear your input on second chances and, and crazy first dates. Thanks for listening. 